Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. No, this is it's the Southern River Band, the boys out of Thorn. We had them in studio at Backchat during the week. A couple of bloody legends, Pat and Cal, came in, taught us everything we need to know about music, about style. Tell you what, Cal could have taught you a thing or two about dress sense, Mark Reddings. Purple jumpsuit, high top white Nikes. I reckon you could have pulled it off back in the day. Perhaps not now, but it was great to meet them. You are on the Shelter Footy cast. G'day, Skate. How are you? Hello, Skoey. Yes, well, to be honest with you, when it comes to music this week, and you're going to laugh at this, but uh, not quite in the same genre as the Southern River Band, but I've been a little bit flat because uh, the lady that I grew up with a massive crush on, I had a poster of her on my wall. I know you weren't born. You can give you as much stick as you want. But, no, I'm not uh, The great that. ONJ, Olivia Newton-John. Yes. Uh, and I was thinking to myself last night, I watched Grease with my girls, and I thought, yep, she was a hottie back in the day. We loved her. And uh, you know what? She raised a lot of great money for breast cancer as well. So uh, the great lady is no longer with us. That was the fashion Cal was rolling with. It would have fitted right in with – that's what he's doing. So I think maybe it's a bit of a shout-out to Olivia Newton-John. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, – but I can tell when I walked in here that you are still on, on a high, having had the boys in here. So uh, fantastic that you're on that sort of... Uh... The boys are thornly, and I bloody love it. Um, they've got some gigs coming up. They're playing with The Darkness um, on a national tour coming up. And, do you know who The Darkness is? I have zero idea. <laughs> I mean, really. Give me a, you know, throw they're, a they're a huge rock band out of the UK, and the boys are supporting them. So it's a big deal for them. The Darkness. Yes, I'm going to take Mark Reddings down there. Uh, the, the, uh, the Southern River Band boys, if you are listening, just get a couple backstage passes ready for Mark Readings because we're going to give him a world awakening, take him down to the Astor Theatre in October. Now, uh, we are on the Shelter Footy cast. We do a preview, a review, Mondays and Thursdays, West Australian theme, all brought to you by Shelter. If you want to find us over at uh, socials, um, jump onto Shelter Footy cast. Send us an email. We've got a couple to get to at the end of this show, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. This is by Shelter, born and brewed in Bustleton. Big night Friday night coming up. The Shelter Footycast 
it's the prime time show of the year at the Federal Hotel. Mark Reddings, Will Schofield heading up a Derby preview. Yeah, Derby 55 and uh, Tommy Cole, Lee Spur, going to have a chat with us as well about what's going to happen in what could well be the most one-sided derby in recent... Well, we've had La, to, the last one just gone was pretty bloody one-sided. So we haven't had too many really good derbies in the last five to ten years, have we? Have there been any really good ones that stood out? Uh, I mean, I know Ballas had a shot for goal after the siren at Subi, but... That was a while back. The, the best one at Optus Stadium? I don't think there has been one. There's the, been nothing that's really... Uh, was the Gaff Brayshaw one? At, like, oh, that was... I, I know that was around that, but was that a decent game? Or was that... No, that was done and dusted. Terrible no, game. It was only, and to be honest, it was only an incident like that that had any you could remember out of the match. It was, yeah, they had, we've had dud derbies for a long time. Just make sure you get down to the Federal Hotel in Fremantle. It's right in the middle of Frio. Great venue down there. There's going to be shelter beers. Apparently there's a meat raffle. Um, Skeet will be wearing his best outfits. If you want to get down there and check that out, make sure you get down there. It's going to kick things off about 5, 5.30, 5.30 kickoff. A uh, bit of a chat with the boys and um, it'll be good fun. Come down and have a chat. Looking forward to it. Now, let's get to the big moments of the round. Josh Kennedy retires, and I'm not talking Josh J. Kennedy of the West Coast Eagles. I'm talking Josh P. Kennedy of the Sydney Swans. He's in a different realm or a different position. Josh Kennedy of the West Coast Eagles have done what he's done. We've spoken a lot about him. But Josh P. Kennedy, um, I've actually got a pretty uh, long connection with him. He played for Xavier College in the APS. Um, We tagged – this is how good he was. We had to tag him – in a grand final, one of our one of our kids, um, good player, but you know, as a role player skate, went to Josh Kennedy, who was just the best player ever. He looked like he does now, and we were in year twelve. Shut him out of the game, and we actually won. And you know, since then he's gone and done what he's done. He's gone to Hawthorne as father son, uh, on to Sydney, and been an incredible player. Almost got to the three hundred games, and he hangs up the boots, a champion of the Sydney Swans. Absolutely, and, and off the back of that, I mean, he comes. The, the, you talked about the father son. He's got such a famous. Family, the DNA going through the the genetics of his family yeah. and football uh, family. Now he's obviously had hamstring in injuries and issues recently, but he hasn't totally given up hope of getting back for the back end of the Sydney Swans campaign. They might have another seven or eight uh, weeks left. And right. Not saying that. Look, I'm not 100 percent sure that he's going to be uh, fixed with his hamstring by then, but I don't think he's completely ruled out playing again this year. But uh, right. Sydney would have to go. Pretty deep. I, I, so that was news to me. So that's I'm glad I've actually spoken to you about that because I just oh, I watched his retirement video. I was quite emotional. Um, Look, know, all things Long, being you, equal, yeah, it's unlikely. But you right, know. so you're not hanging the boots up. He'll be around the club, and he's not walking away. I, I right think now. he'd love to just see if he can get himself. You'd kick yourself if you did that, and your hammy felt good, and they're in a grand final, and someone in his, his position goes down with an injury in the prelim. Yeah, I mean, if he was the Medi sub in a grand final. I mean, anyway, it's long shot, but I don't think he's, unlike Josh Kennedy from West Coast, I think he's there's still a prospect. There's a possibility. Okay, very good. He's, well, he's been a terrific player. I think it was something like players in finals to have had 15-plus uh, uh, contested possessions. He sits double more than anyone in the history of the game. Like, just an incredible player when it mattered, like in finals, contested ball, pig, basically. Um, so he goes out an absolute champion. It's Derby Week, as we spoke about. It's bloody Derby Week. Does the city change with Derby Week, or do you think the disparity in teams over the last five years has meant that derbies aren't becoming as exciting as they once were. No, it's as boring as bats, let's be honest. It is. It's been as boring because of that reason. If this was first versus second or fourth versus fifth, there'd be a great buzz around the town. Optus Stadium, 55,000, Saturday night game, two really good sides. But we haven't had... 
teams on the same trajectory for what, a while. What we? do we need though? Because I remember when the Car Brothers used to go at Cousins. Like West Coast were a far better team at stages then. Yeah, but Fremantle was still oh six prelim finalists. But there was a real. There's no longer the hatred in my. You know that the teams don't hate each other enough. You know, Justin Longmuir, he's coached half the boys at West Coast. He's now, you know, a lot of people respect him as a coach. Maybe there's too much respect and mateship going around. Maybe, maybe we need a bit of when an- it, angst. Well, then on a serious note, the only angst in the more recent times was that the Andrew uh, yeah. Gaff, Andrew and, and, Brayshaw, they were, and they were great mates. And you know that was uh, one. So yeah, that didn't didn't really carry on. Although Gaffy will probably get booed on the week on Saturday night, no doubt. Uh, again, from Freo You'd fans. expect nothing less. No. Well, yeah, exactly. But no, this, the Derby, look, let's be honest, we'll talk about it shortly, but it's more about what Fremantle can do from here on. I'll, and I'll tell you what they can do. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Hey, Flag, you like this? No, it's, not, it's good. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's actually better than the Josh Kennedy shirt I saw Carl wearing. <laughs> didn't, didn't Carl look strange with his white hair and his white T-shirt? I thought he looked like a um, vanilla ice cream with a, like, yeah, the white hair, white T-shirt. It was like a cone. Um, and you know what the other thing is? He had his T-shirt on, the Josh Kennedy T-shirt on, when he walked into the 6PR commentary box, back the front. I swear. You know I was he there. I was there. I thought... He was wearing the big thing on the front. He said, Carl, that's a tag hanging out under your chin, mate. So we had to swap it around. I've got my flag mantle jumper on. If you can't see it and you're just listening, backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. If you're a Fremantle fan and you're listening and you don't seriously think that Fremantle are a serious contender, then I think you're kidding yourself. Mark Reddings might try to talk you down off the ledge and he just wants one finals win. They're the real deal this year. We're going to get into the West Coast uh, Frio preview right now. There are some other big issues coming around. Uh, Tim Kelly gets suspended. Paddy Cripps will challenge his appeal. So Tomorrow. he'll appeal the appeal. Yeah, he'll go from the tribunal, appeal. It'll cost, what, another five, ten thousand, whatever it is. But that is how desperate Carlton is. And they're going to use, if they, ha- they did already last night, the, uh, the Willie Rioli case with Matt Rowell and the fact that there were a lot of similarities with that. In this case, I just have concerns that because he, he left the ground, it wasn't a marking contest, left the ground, and the player Archie went off because of concussion, that will always be a, a black mark against Cripps. No, no, I don't think yeah. there's anything uh, no, no. malicious, spiny means, but it, it just, yeah. I just know what the AFL thinks. Yeah, I would like to see this not reported, but the fact that it has been and then it's been appealed and they've still given him two, I don't really see what the actual uh, double appeal is about. Uh, they don't have much to lose. I mean, they've lost their best player for the last two weeks of before finals that they have to win. To, mm. So you can see why they've done it. I just don't see what case they're going to mount, but maybe they've got an unbelievable legal team uh, coming off Ligon Street somewhere. I don't know. Uh, Fremantle play West Coast in the Derby this week. So it's not a West Coast preview, Fremantle preview. It's both of them going head-to-head. It's a Fremantle home derby. And thank God it is, to be honest, because this is David Mundy's last derby. You'd think there'll be a big deal made about the big man for this occasion. It's a special occasion for the Freo Footy Club. Yeah, well, it's going to be a bit of a, a farewell tour for him in some parts, isn't it? And yeah. look, there is a chance, not discounting what you're wearing tonight, the flag mantle top, that this could be his last game at Optus Stadium. I mean, if they uh, drop a game, yeah. say in round 23, and other results go, they might not play a home final, which, you know, yep. let's, let's hope that this is the last derby, as we know, and they get a chance to push for that top four. Uh, in terms of selection... Uh, we know that Matt Tabern is, yes. again, injured, which is is a concern. What do they have to do to – I mean, 
Josh Tracy hasn't played enough footy or kicked enough goals in the last six to eight weeks. Sam Switkowski, obviously a different type of player, but with wet weather forecast, perhaps he is an option. He'll come back in because he's one of their best forwards. Yep. Um, Bailey Banfield, who we've spoken about a fair bit, he seems to have been many sub 10 weeks in a row, I feel. He can play taller, but he's not a key position forward, is he? Uh, I haven't really seen much chat of it in the media, or maybe I've missed something, but Lloyd Meek, during the middle part of the year, gave them something. Um, Sean Darcy played a lot more forward, um, and because Lloyd Meek's a, a very competent backup ruckman. He's probably the best backup ruckman in the competition. I could see him coming in, Sean Darcy reducing his time and, and, and spreading forward a bit because he's a really good, you know, he's a big contested mark. He's a big target. That's all you need. So Lob has someone else just so it's not predictable. Oh, we'll just put both our tall players over by Lob because we know the ball's going over there because their second tallest is Bailey Banfield. Yeah. And I think if you're talking about the, the meek Darcy scenario, that that is exactly how it should work with Darcy. Maybe 60-40 yep. meek in the ruck or 70-30 because he can do the grunt work. And look, he can probably get around. Look, Nick Nat's not getting around the ground. He might even play on the weekend. There's the, the question mark because I think the short turnaround or the shortish turnaround, he didn't look as if he was moving 100% on the weekend. So I'm not sure the ruck situation's a major concern, but try to, as you say, give lob a chop out and Darcy might be that player could be the best option yeah it might be what about the Glendening Allen medal uh, is it is it a Freo player guaranteed I mean are you looking at this as a big Freo win are you yeah I am yeah I do think so I think it's a, a 7-8 go in even just the emotional high that West Coast went through last Sunday and then they come back and apart from anything they've got to find eight goals that they didn't have <laughs> they're not, yeah, not going to have That's I mean good and Josh Kennedy Who's going to replace him? I wonder whether Bailey Williams plays more forward this yep. week. Uh, but if Nick that doesn't play, that won't happen. He'll no. I mean, what are the options for them? Hugh I mean, Dixon apparently, you know, has been rumoured to come in. But, I mean, he's a uh, a, a additional draft pick that he had, they added just before the season. So Yeah, with due, all due respects to Hugh. Well, maybe, for, but no one's at Josh Kennedy. No, exactly. But but Frio's defence would be licking their lips. Hugh Dixon, who hasn't, you know, comes yeah. in and they're thinking this is, you know, they'll they'll eat him up. With, you know, let's be honest, Brennan Cox, All-Australian contender. Alex Pierce has been outstanding. Uh, Lukey Ryan. They've got an elite defensive unit. So I just can't see West Coast kicking a score. And I'm not sure how important percentage is going to be for the Dockers, given they had a draw, they've got a draw in there. But they could really put a, a score on, I think, on the weekend. Maybe we see Josh Rotham in the ruck. I didn't I didn't mind him in the yeah. ruck, both at waffle level and AFL level. So if Nat, Nat doesn't play, uh, let, let's give a, a tip for the game. You pick Freo. I'll pick Freo, but I think it's going to be closer than... You might think. Well, what, what do you think? What do you think is a reasonable? I'm thinking seven to eight goals. You know, I speak about mindset a fair bit, and I know mm. sometimes you don't like the, the way I use it. But West Coast, if we look at West Coast mindset, you know, what motivation do they have? They've just come off the back of you know one of their greatest players retiring, and they clearly got themselves up for that. Still couldn't win. How do you? You still you still try to win. It doesn't matter if you're a bad team. You're still going to go out and try to win. So how do they motivate themselves for that? It would be to screw Fremantle's finals chances that that would be on the top of the whiteboard if we win Fremantle um it, it, it stuffs their season and also if they win they almost certainly avoid the wooden spoon yeah I just think like it's almost like a negative thing the wooden yeah, spoon like, yeah, d- don't finish last whereas beat a good team you know put some relevance between our you know last eight weeks of good work can we put not a cherry on top but can we actually give a tick of approval 
but I don't think they get it done in that nah, sense. No. Who, who wins the best on ground? Glenn Danning, Alan Medal. Oh, the romance side of me? Yes. David Mundy. <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? I mean, he's, I mean, you're thinking Fremantle player, aren't you? That's the automatic yep. conclusion you come to. I mean, Andy Brayshaw's had an outstanding year. But, yeah, I'm thinking one of the mids. I mean, you know, you know who likes playing against West Coast? Caleb Sarong. He does. I reckon Caleb Sarong wins it. You take Mundy. Well, I mean, we could both say Brayshaw, but yeah. let's go something different. Yeah, and Will Brody. Will Brody's the player who's, I think he's. Would you like to take Brody instead of Mundy? Yeah, I mean, Brody's. Just, just, just a, I just want a pick for the Glendale yeah, Allen medal. I'll take Will People Brody. People listen to your opinions. I'll take Will Brody very just closely. because of the, the conditions. I think he'll be. He'll be very prolific on the weekend. Very good. Watch West Coast win and a West Coast Eagles player win. <laughs> you and I have just backed no, it. There's there no chance this week, by the way. Flag mantle. That's exactly right. Uh, there you go. West Coast and Fremantle. You are on the Shelter Footycast. Southern River Band. Just every time I hear them now, I get a bit excited. It's very good. St Kilda v Brisbane, Friday, 5.50. This will be the game being played at the Federal Hotel while we go through a bit of a derby preview and have a bit of fun while we're down there. It's a big game. Um, Brisbane need to win this to maintain some sort of top four credential challenge. And St Kilda, if they believe that they can play finals, need to win this game, no matter what. Yeah, no question. Uh, yeah, I've, St Kilda, I've been a bit harsh on them at times, but against Geelong, they didn't show me enough to suggest they can challenge a top four side. And that's what Brisbane should really be. I mean, their Achilles heel has only been playing at the MCG. And uh, I think Marvel Stadium, they'll... They'll be too good. They've got um, they've got the numbers on the board. They did fade in the last quarter against Carlton, which is a bit of a concern, I guess. But um, and look, St Kilda lose uh, Hanabry, subbed out. He could play this week, but uh, they're just not doing enough, St Kilda. And, and again, I know they've got the chance to, to play finals, but I, I just think Brisbane's class and, and Lockie Neal again really good last week. They win. Brisbane play Melbourne in the final round of the season. So Gabba. yeah, is it? Yeah, right. Well, so they need to win this game, but at least they're at the Gabba. I thought they might have been at the MCG. Um, Paddy Ryder, he's three gay, three games or goals away. I feel like it's not games. It's definitely goals away from um, 200 if he comes back into the team because he hasn't been playing, has he? No. He well, play and the question is what happens with him next year. Ron Marshall? Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he's a, he enjoys that responsibility in the ruck. But you know, give me St Kilda. I mean, where, where do you see them? They've, they've gone and they've traded in players. They just, for me, I'm not sure that they're in the middle this of nowhere. This is the sort of game that I can see St Kilda winning. Absolutely it is. I, I can see St Kilda coming out in a game that they have to win, in a game that no one thinks they will win, at home, Marvel Stadium. Brisbane, I mean, Brisbane doesn't play well at the MCG, but I can't remember Brisbane playing many good games at Marvel Stadium. I don't think they're a good travelling team, Brisbane. No, you're right. And and they aren't the team that we've seen the last couple of years. They've got some deficiencies. I think St Kilda, enough to for me to pick them, I think St Kilda are going to win. <laughs> Don't, uh, no, no, I laughed. You, you, you had a really good laugh last no, week, and then you got absolutely no, shot. You got given laugh. the sword. I didn't laugh at your selections, but no, I got well, you held up. You're no, I'm tipping Brisbane. Brisbane okay. should be winning this. Well, you just, uh, you, this you're, you're hoping St Kilda wins also for Fremantle. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah fair I, enough. Did you say Flagmantle or Fremantle? Flagmantle. Western Bulldogs, VGWS, Saturday, Marvel Stadium, early morning, double back-to-back at Marvel. Hopefully the cleaners are in there late on the Friday night. Um, should be a win for the Bulldogs, I think. Um given that GWS has fallen a little way away, although they were good last week against Essendon after a big spray by their coach. But that's one of those ones, like, it's like when the new coach comes in and everyone lifts for a week. You can't just keep spraying players and getting the same results. So GWS, I think, will go down to the dogs. 
this will go into the fact that I think the dogs are going to play finals. They're going to have to come from a little way back to do that. Um, it'll depend on Carlton and Richmond's results. What do you think? Western Bulldogs, GWS, it's a home game for the Western Bulldogs. Yeah, Toby Green out for the season. That, yeah. That's a fairly significant... What happened there? He got injured? He must have got injured. Didn't see the game because I was uh, calling some waffle footy, but... Uh, He's out for the season. Dan's just going to check that out for us. Uh, I agree with the, with the Giants. Uh, and look, they've got players that I think are already looking towards next year and where they're going to be because they're, they're going to lose some players just because of their, their salary cap and where they're at. So um, the Bulldogs have been pretty disappointing, I've got to say. They're in 10th. They're one and a half games out of the eight yeah. with two games to go. And they made the grand final last year. Yep. So they've been disappointing. Yep. They have been disappointing for grand finals from last year. They're leaking a lot of goals as well. This year, the defence hasn't been as as good as what I thought. Their midfield still stacks up. But, yeah, look, I think the Bulldogs win this. In fact, they should be winning it pretty comfortably. But um, that just keeps the flicker alive as opposed to me thinking, like you before, a few weeks ago, I thought they're going to really push deep. I just don't think it's possible now, Scoey. They're in the bottom six sides for scores against mm-hmm. um, in the competition, which usually doesn't stack up, you know, unless you've got a really good uh, at- attack, which when they've been good they have they've relied on that midfield strength to kick to their forwards who get on top and then it's a high scoring affair um, they just haven't had that and that means their defence gets exposed a little bit more I think they win which puts them in a spot with a game to go it's not the only thing is which is where you don't want to be as a, as a player or as a team it's not within their it's not their own destiny out of their control yeah right so I think they both we both picked them though right yep Adelaide v North Melbourne um, did you find out what happened to Toby Grant out there Char- okay very, very good Dan's, we'll, we'll hear from you in about 30 minutes Adelaide v North Melbourne Saturday Adelaide Oval in one of the reverse blockbusters <sighs> like it's just a crap game isn't it it's just <laughs> and look I've got to be honest I thought Adelaide was really good last Sunday I was impressed with them and I know the Eagles are, are struggling but I just I was actually first time I actually had a really good look at them this yep. season and I was impressed by Berry I thought he was yep. really good Fogarty he could be anything. Yeah, I know. Um, they've, they've got the bones there to be. And Rory led, and he came 200 in the first five minutes before the Eagles <laughs> even wiped the sleep from their eyes. He's got two goals next to his name. I had word. Actually, I won't say that. That's probably not something I should reveal. Uh, ben Cunnington, mate, no, don't press me either. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, it's like, you know, it's school. Yeah. Oh, I, I just, no, I, I'll just say, like, I don't think Led potentially should have played that well. Uh, You're yeah, blaming I, someone for the Eagles. Well, I'm not sure. Okay. Could uh, potential return? I think it has been confirmed yes. late tonight. Ben Cunnington. Great story. Yeah. Two bouts of testicular cancer. And if North is not going to lift for a bloke that has gone through hell and back, I'm assuming, in the last couple of years. And yeah, it's a wonderful story for him. Um, but even that being said, I don't think they can get the job done at the Adelaide. It'll just, just be the fact, you know, getting out in the field. And yeah. Like, you know, like incredible effort and. Just thinking about his family and people around him and what that means, I think it'll actually be a more than football game. Which is exactly right. And that's what North will be trying to hope just invigorates the group. By the way, Will Hamill, missing because of a concussion, he's still got um, a fair bit of uh, imprint from Jack Darling's uh, knee or head. Oh, just he got smashed. And he just, yeah. just shows you how tough this game is. Uh, Dan has come up with an answer. Toby Green is getting thumb surgery. Okay. <laughs> That's the, all, all the information I have for you. Okay. What are you laughing at? I don't know. T- Tom Thumb. It just, it just <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Tom Thumb is a, yeah, okay. 
Please continue. You haven't ever heard of Tom Thumb? No, well, I have now. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. No, I'll, no. T- I'll tell you where Tom Thumb comes from. Oh, you, if, you, if you've heard about no, so much it, about it, tell me all about it. I will. You keep going, bugger. Like, <laughs> okay, mate. Move down, please. <laughs> Next game, please, Dan. Thank you very much. Gold Coast v Geelong, Saturday, 2.35, Metricon. Okay. You're telling me there's a chance, Gold Coast. Traditionally, very strong up there at Metricon. Um are they the team to end Geelong's 11-game streak? By the way, Tom Thumb <laughs> is a character of English folklore. Uh, Tom was no bigger than his father's thumb, and his adventure included being swallowed by a cow, tangling with giants, and becoming a favourite of King Arthur. Tom Thumb, uh, may you rest in peace. <laughs> did you think, did you? That's true. That's a fact. Tom Thumb. Growing up, I've heard, I've heard of it. Anyway. May um, you rest in peace. You, <laughs> you bloody lost me, I'll tell you what. And are they the team to beat Geelong's 11-game win streak? Metricon, Gold uh, Coast? No. No, Gold Coast, they burnt me last week big time. <laughs> I'm off them. Um, yeah, now they... But this is this is the type of game you can see the Cats just... Last time at Metricon, 23-point yeah, no, losers. No, exactly. So, um, difference here is I think they've got, you know, obviously their second last round, uh, they've got... The minor premiership all but wrapped up. Yep. They win this, they think they do, don't they? With Selwood, Dangerfield come back in. Um, Big Mark, the uh, the most flexible man in the competition. What's his last name? Oh, Blixabs. Thank you very much. Uh, he'll he, be he back. Could win their, he could win their first bet, seriously. Again, he's won, he's won it before. Yeah. He's, a, he's a previous winner. Um, Mitch Duncan is rumoured to be resting, I believe. I did read that uh, earlier today. So they, they do do this Geelong and it's I don't think it's because they've got a really old team I know people like that's a, something people like to talk about it is just in their DNA that they do think that resting players a few weeks out and then giving them a good run in so they rested Selwood and Dangerfield last week you know rest Duncan and maybe you know another couple of old people as well uh, I was just going to say that Collingwood can still win the minor premiership if they win both games and Geelong drop one or okay. two okay there you go. Well, they're yeah. only one game back, Collingwood. They're, yeah. they're, 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 but their their percentage is thirty underneath. Yeah, so they do. Thirty one. Geelong underneath. need to lose one by a lot, or just <laughs> <laughs> by a lot, you reckon? <laughs> by around two hundred points, Geelong will need to lose by. Uh, Dan, our accountant out there, just uh, getting his numbers together. Uh, look, Gold Coast, they miss finals again. No, I think there's some danger games. This is two weeks out from finals. I, I, these last two weeks, there will be some upsets. There always is. And then that team comes back and bounces back. I've been a part of teams that lose. You just, as a player, you just you just take the foot off the accelerator yeah, a little no, bit. I, I don't disagree with you here because Geelong, do they want to? Of course you want to win every game, but they make this, if they win this, that's 11 or 12. 12 in a row. 12, 13 potentially the following week. They, well, they beat the Eagles. That's, yeah. Is that, oh, it sounds stupid. Is that, is that a, a, a thing you want to carry into... I don't think so, but I, I just think the Brisbane St Kilda one, there's an upset coming in the Gold Coast Geelong one. So I'm going to pick Gold Coast here because I picked St Kilda yep. and hopefully I'll get one of the two. No, that's no, it's brave. Probably stupid, but brave as well. <laughs> Who are you picking? I'm picking? Genius. I'm picking Geelong because, well, it's like watching Winks against a, a second-rate runner at the moment. They are playing such good football that uh, I, at the moment, if they keep playing that footy, they, they win every game they play. Yeah, Geelong... Um, Heard a stat from a good friend, David King. Um, they lead scores uh, from intercept, actually scoring the football, but they also lead stopping that statistic as well. So it, it really is a good ranking of attack versus defence. Good mix. Yeah, and so um, 
the comparison he gave, there hasn't been a team to lead both of those measures since 2005, which was um, not Sydney. There was a team that finished up the top of the ladder that year. Well, West Coast didn't finish top of the ladder that year either. No, so I th- there was another team that led them both. It could have even been Geelong, maybe not. But Geelong this year lead both at the best attack in the game and the best defence. And he seemed to think they are unbeatable for the Premiership unless a rare event happens, like centre bounce, five, a five or six goal centre bounce differential or a forward stoppage differential where you know a small forward just gets off the leash and kicks four goals or a, a big injury, something like that. If a game just goes normally, Geelong beats every team in the competition by a long, long way. On paper, in theory. You know, and I'm saying that because and and what yeah, but, and what statistically they're showing. It's like it's not even on paper. It's like the results they're putting out when they play a game of football and and things go the way they should, they will win. But exactly as you say, that's not what happens in finals sometimes. Exactly. Uh, we well, I'm going for the catch. You and I'm sons. oh yes, I'm tipping tipping against like you said, winks absolutely. Melbourne v Carlton Saturday at the MCG. One of the biggest games of the round. This one, uh, Carlton. On the slippery slope, they lose their captain in Cripps. Um, uh, big, big chance to drop out of the eight. We mentioned it last week. Now it's a reality. Um, they play a side who's hunting for a top two spot. You know, they're in third position on the ladder after a big loss to Collingwood last week. Um, I don't think Melbourne's a side you want to be coming up against this week. No, but by the same token, Melbourne's had some, forget the Fremantle game where they obliterated the Dockers, but they've had some sort of dips in matches where they've yep. sort of. Um, not being able to maintain their control of the game, which seems a bit strange. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think Carlton's completely out of this one. Or, or, Cripps makes it really tough, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. they just, they're not playing good footy. Uh, they have to try and win one of the next two just to, to feel good about going into the finals. It's um, really tough to see. Uh, you know, that when they were playing good footy at the start of the year, it was back on the back of pressure and contested football and... Almost like a surge mentality, not not a Richmond surge mentality, but it was winning the ball at the coalface. Like that, that is how I know it's boring, but that's how good teams do it. They win the ball at the contest, they get it going their way, field position, defend behind it, but they're not getting it one in the middle of the ground, which is, is exposing a lot. They're, they've got some young players. It means they're not getting the ball quickly to Mackay and Kerno. There's not one reason why Carlton aren't going bad. They're not, you know leaking so much defensively it's not just one reason it it just all turns into a big form slump that I don't really see them getting out of I'm picking Melbourne here um decently as well yeah I, I don't I don't see I don't see Carlton digging themselves out of this even though there's so much at play yeah look I think Adam Sard's been good you're right though Cripps is a massive blow Walsh has to stand up they've got to find ways to beat that Melbourne midfield I'm not sure they can and you're right I think the Demons they will be hell-bent on giving that themselves every possible chance going to the last game against Brisbane. Uh, they don't want to be dropping a match here and then go up to the Gabba trying to hold on to a top-four spot, which if they lose their last two and Fremantle win their last two, by my reckoning, they can take their spot in the top four. It's still going to be a huge game next week, Carlton-Collingwood, no matter the result yeah. of this. If Carlton win, um, you know, Collingwood... Carlton's going to be a massive game but if Carlton lose it's pretty much going to be the last game of the weekend whoever wins Collingwood probably top two Carlton make or break finals so it's going to be 100,000 at the G with two huge rivals Uh, you 
picking Melbourne. Yeah, yeah Melbourne. Yeah, I'll well. take Melbourne too. I just I just don't see the potential in Carlton as I do uh, Melbourne. I see them going to a new level if they have to. Richmond v Hawthorne Sunday, 11, uh, 10 a.m. at the MCG. Richmond uh, need this one to stay in the hunt for finals. Um, Hawthorne off a great win uh, last week with Ben McAvoy playing a milestone game. 250. He's retiring at the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, he's announced now. his retirement at the end of the season. So that comes obviously not this weekend, but next weekend. So he's been a. And ends as a captain after coming across from St Kilda. And the Saints, well, certain people, the Saints didn't want to lose him. And he's been such a great servant for Hawthorne. And uh, that's, that's a great career coming to an end. It's a little bit like Josh Kennedy, the same thing at Hawthorne. I think, you know, maybe people didn't want to lose him. And he goes on to captain the club over yep. there. And uh, McAvoy does the same thing. Um, He's my age as well. Grew up with him, played Vic Country with Ben McAvoy. Very much a country lad. Uh, good man, Ben. So it's been a great career. Congratulations. Uh, Richmond, uh, their back line is in a little bit of trouble. They'll lose Vlaston. He's out this week. They lost Grimes for pretty much the season. season possibly, so, yeah. so they're two really big cogs in that back line of theirs. So I don't think that this is a lay-down Mazaire for Richmond. Hawthorne, uh, well, I, I know I know, I pump Hawthorne up probably a little bit too much because I've got big belief in their coach and their system and that sort of stuff. But they have been inconsistent, I will give you that. But so have Richmond. I mean, that's why they're fighting for a final spot. When you say, I don't think Richmond's been inconsistent. You look at their, their results. They've yeah, been okay. thereabouts. They haven't don't tell able, me they've been unlucky. No, no, not lucky. But they haven't been able to get across the line. There's probably three or four or five games where you think, geez, they... They should have won that. But no, I think you said something really important last week ahead of a game against Port Adelaide. Sometimes with no no Vlosten, no Grimes as it was last week, they just they find players through the midfield that you go, oh, don't really know how they've done it, but they just keep getting getting the ball forward and the Richmond style. Yeah. And it works. And look, again, I keep saying if, if they'll win this week, I think, and I think they'll beat Essendon, they're going to be very dangerous, albeit you don't want to lose two of your defenders on the on the eve of the finals. But if they can get to an elimination final, good luck play, playing them. Even here, if the Dockers host them in an elimination final, I'd be very nervous. But I think they're, they're playing decent footy and good enough to beat the Hawks. I so. don't see how Richmond misses finals if they win this game. Um, I think Carlton loses their last two, Melbourne and Collingwood. Um, so they're out of finals if that happens, pretty much. Yep as long as St Kilda or the Bulldogs hold their end of the bargain. Um, and Richmond, if they lose this game, they may struggle to make finals. So maybe St Kilda and Western Bulldogs both leapfrog them. Yeah. Well, Imagine that. that. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's possible, but there's a lot of... You, you know, don't like St Kilda, do you? No, no. I, just, I, think, I think Richmond... You want to see eight good teams in the finals, and I don't think... If you're going to line up Richmond versus St Kilda at the moment, yeah. one's clearly more dangerous, don't I you just, think? I just don't... I don't like them, but just respect them. <laughs> okay, I will give you that. Who are you picking? Uh, Richmond. Yeah, I'll take him too. Sydney, what? No, I'm just looking at the next game. Sydney Collingwood, Sunday, 120 SCG. I said the last two games back was one of the big, biggest games of the weekend. This is the biggest game of the weekend. Big top four clash. Collingwood chasing their 12th in the row. Who would have thought that one? Sydney also running hot. They've won five in a row. Um Heaney game, 150, so there's a milestone game. We know that people like to get up for those. Sydney may or may not be hotter than Collingwood right now, but Collingwood beating Melbourne last week, probably say, you know what, we're we're close to the most inform in the competition right behind Geelong. Absolutely. Look, this, and these teams at the SCG, well, this is an afternoon game. Normally it's a night game between these two. They have some epic matches. 12 in a row. 
Can you believe it with Collingwood? And I'm not sure how often you've tipped him in, the, in those 12. I reckon probably not many. Seven or eight. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's been a few like last week. They just find a way. And I ask you this again. Anything under two goals, that they are the masters at winning close games. And that is something that you can't hold against them. I, I think Sydney probably just playing good enough footy. At home. At home. Um, and it's not going to hurt Collingwood to, to drop one, I don't think. It's not the end of the world if they do, because I still think they'll finish top four. Oh, I think Sydney will win too. They're my team. I'm absolutely pinning my hopes on Sydney right behind Flagmantle. I mean, Fremantle, uh, Flagmantle merch, backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. There is still a little bit out the back there, Skeet. You almost tripped over it as you came in. Um, Sydney v Collingwood. I take Sydney. Jamie Elliott has just re-signed with the football club, which is an interesting one, because there is some contract talk at the Collingwood Footy Club. Grundy, to go. Elliot was up, but I think he's just signed. So Grundy and Elliot just uh, Grundy and Dugowie just just out of interest. Do they th- keep them both, one or none? I think Dugowie, if he stays uh, sound off the field, I think he, he stay. I mean, he's, he's buying in. I think Craig McRae is doing enough with him. This, this is coming from afar, but I think they'd like to keep him. But it's uh, you know one more strike, you're out. So I think he knows. Where he's at with them, Grundy yeah. is a, is a fascinating one because of his the length of his deal. Um, you just think, wow, that's that's a big impost for the next club that takes him, and Collingwood having to pay possibly some of that. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see. They obviously, think that Darcy Cameron is the guy to, to take them forward. Well, potentially. Is it is it just like is that just innuendo by the media? Because Brody Grundy, how far back do we have to go Not before long. it was Grundy and Gorm were the best in the comp, and the, no no one like daylight. Yeah. Was that last year or the year before? It wasn't long ago. You're right. So it seems really strange that he's fallen That's out of That's why favor. he's got such a big deal, because he was the most informed ruckman in the competition, and of course you'd sign that up. So is he just out of form and injured? Well, he's injured. I think operation on his ankle from memory, so he's out for the rest of the season, which is a huge blow for him, because they're, at least you'd think, going to play deep into September. And Jamie Elliott, well, I think he had a one-year deal on the table uh, before he kicked that goal after the siren against Eston. I think they got some GST and put two more on the top. God, he can play, can't he, when he's fit? Yeah, I mean, he's always been a good player. And, yeah. And a, and a strange one at that. I played on him a little bit and, and like... Which so you seems, used direct opponent? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Strange one because you had to put someone taller on him because he doesn't play like a small forward because he jumps and he marks. He's a lead-up forward. Whereas, but he's only, you know, he's sort of like Toby Green. He's, you have to play someone taller, but you have to be agile. You can't put a key defender on Is them. Is chirpy? Um, no, not at all. Very silent. Yeah. There's there's honestly not that many chirpy people in the AFL. There's really not that much chat. I, I think people would be surprised how little chat there is out there. But there must be chat between teammates, obviously. But yeah, 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 but yeah, between teammates. But not between but opposition sides. Yeah, in terms close. of banter and, and, and you know, not abuse. Don't but have time. You know, I think it's time and effort and there's too much going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I used to like doing it, but it wasn't like I did it. I was talking the whole time. Like... To my opponent, it would be you know if something happened, you know, I'd give someone shit or uh, I don't know. There would be moments, but I certainly wasn't talking the whole game. So it's, too, it's too hot, too hot in the kitchen. No, whereas in cricket, you can stand at first. I reckon I'd be great at first slip because just sledge <laughs> Dan's batting, and I'd give him everything from first slip. And <laughs> we we had David Boone on back chat uh, during the week, and he said I was a perfect uh, short leg. Because my moustache used to just cover my mouth and no one could quite lip read what I was saying, but the batsman could hear what I was saying. <laughs> so the cameras could never pick up what he was doing. Essendon, uh, so who are we picking? We're going to Sydney there. Yeah, we're both Which, which means that, you know, Collingwood have got the happy knack, haven't they? So we're, uh, we're going for the home team. Essendon v Port Adelaide Sunday. 
at Marvel Stadium. Both these teams out of form. Essendon very poor against Giants. Port four losses in a row. Both seasons done and dusted. Is there anything to play for right here, or are we just going to brush over this game? Let me just mention Michael Hurley because he, he was – this is – if he plays – um, first game since 2020. He's had like this leg. Almost lost a leg. Leg. It was just the most horrendous situation. And he's played some VFL footy now. If he plays, I think, not saying in the same realm as Ben Cunnington, but it is a really courageous comeback from a bloke that uh, you would acknowledge yep. at his peak was one of the best defenders in the comp. Yeah, and then could swing both mm. ways as well. He could yeah. go forward and make a difference there too. So, yeah, certainly at his best, he was one of the you know uh, great intercept markers and you know, big spoiler and you know run and dash a little bit. So it'll be good to see him back in the game. Yeah, Port have lost their past four in a row. And Ken Hinckley seems like he's going to go on next year as coach. Uh, Koshy should have come out and made some <laughs> Imagine state. having him as your president. Seriously, you just... If you saw his face pop up on TV, you'd just be switching the TV off. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I like him because he comes out and he makes a statement or two. And yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I never interviewed him, never met him, but I actually quite like Ken Hinckley. So I hope that if he doesn't stay at Port, that he stays in footy because I, I think he's good for the game. He's rumoured. I saw some ties with North Melbourne somehow. I saw some little tickles there. Possibly. Apparently Alistair Clarkson read this, making a decision on some sort of coaching future in the next week. There you go. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. or Giants don't. or kangaroos? That has apparently, to be his option. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. West Coast was being floated around there, but I don't think that's a possibility. That's it. That's done and dusted. Who are we picking? Uh, who's playing? Yes, yes. Poor No, it is. Yeah, it's I been know. a long day. Um, I'm going to go the Bombays. Yeah, I'll get on board with you. So the the rest of the bullshit picks <laughs> I did up that time. At least I've cancelled one out that I won't be different to you. Uh, game of the weekend, that's an easy one. Sydney Collingwood. True. Um, it'll be a big game. I mean, the Derby will be big as well, but I think Sydney Collingwood will be uh, a very good one. Now, we've moved to this part of the show here. Pa, PTI, we do a couple of statements. We'll take one side each. Flag Mantle will make the top four. I'll take this one first, Skeet. They're making the top four, all right, and they're, they're going to win more than one final. They're going to have a home final in the first or second week. If they finish in the top six, they're guaranteed a home final. Top four, you're guaranteed a home final in the first two weeks, one or the other. Um, or if you can win that first qualifying, you can end up in a prelim. If, if Fremantle can win a qualifying final in the first week and have a home prelim, I can't see them not making the grand final. Jeez, you've gone from... They'll make top four, and if they get the qualifying final win... They will make the grand final. Yeah, so they're winning the next two in your mind. So I'm saying to you that it's going to be really difficult because of Melbourne, who are currently, I'm looking at my phone here, they're yes, half, a, half a game ahead. Yep. If they win the next two, okay. they can't get past them. No, and, that, yep. And they obviously they've got Brisbane last up. And if Sydney win the next two, which is very conceivable as well, yes. in fact, that's very likely, mm. then how do they get that? That's a concern. You're very confident. But, and go back to... The finals, if you finish fifth, I get a home elimination final, but it's a long road to get to a grand final from there. So it just doesn't happen often. So you're telling me either Melbourne or Sydney have to lose one of the last two? Which is conceivable. More so Melbourne up at Melbourne up at to lose to Brisbane against Brisbane. Yes. At the Gabba. Fremantle win their last but two. By the, just bear in mind, bear in mind, if Brisbane win their last two, that's going to make it tough for you as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that actually. <laughs> I did mass four at Trinity College, which means I was a complete oh, numbskull. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually in a bit of trouble here. <laughs> you're in trouble, brother. But anyway, I'm hoping you're right because we want to see 
Fremantle get that opportunity. We basically, I'll tell you what we do need for, for this to happen. Look, I, I will. I will say, I'm, I'm you know, and I'm I'm an honest man here, Scott. Yeah. I my, my flag mantle sales are dependent on this happening, <laughs> so I would like them to go very well. Self interest. We're going to need we're going to need Sydney to lose to Collingwood and St Kilda, and St Kilda may play Sydney to play finals. They could be playing in the biggest game of their lives. So remember, I picked St Kilda to beat Brisbane. Sure, they're going to win, lose one game, Sydney, lose okay. one game. Okay. And that, even if that's to Collingwood, all the better for you because then. Then, then we're in business. Then you're back in business because okay. West Fremantle wins their next two. So I've done the sums for you. Thank you very I much. I still don't think they'll get there, but uh, Thank <laughs> I, you very much. I enjoy watching you squirm. Thank you for coming with an abacus to the show oh, today. Up. <laughs> Mate, you've given me more scenarios, <laughs> hypotheticals, but no, I love your work. Uh, Bulldogs will enter the eight come finals. Western Bulldogs play finals. No, they don't deserve to. They've been they too inconsistent. To. No, they don't. Well, if you're not in the, if you're not in the eight now... I mean, you need a lot of luck, and you, there's a reason why you're not in the eight, in my mind. <laughs> I actually can't get the abacus out to be able to tell you why they're going to play. <laughs> I think they will. I will just say that I think they play. Don't, don't give me the breakdown. I can't do it. Okay, okay. Let's let's quickly do it. Uh, I, I think the Western they beat Bulldogs. The Giants. They beat the Giants. They beat the. Oh, no, they win the next two, right? No, that's no worries. So they, they win. Who do they play around twenty three? Are uh, they play uh, Hawthorne? So they beat them. Yeah, they do. No you're worries. Right so they're on forty eight points. Carlton lose their last two, and that's how they make it. But then, but then that sort of blows my Fremantle thing with the St Kilda thing. Look, I'm in trouble in one of those. Let's just hope Fremantle make the top four. Yeah, exactly. And then look, whoever finishes seventh or eighth, that's. Uh and we can all wear the flag mantle gear down to Optus Stadium, backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. Now, um, after we go to the Federal Hotel this Friday night for the Shelter Footy Cast uh, preview, got a couple of. Uh, uh, emails to finish us off on skate. Yep. Um, this is to the boys at the shelter. Footy cast. Um, it's quite small writing. I'm going to do my very, <laughs> very best to read this, unless you can blow that up. There was a semi final out at Swan there Valley. You there you go, or Swan View. Semi final out at Swan View. My mate and I would have a kick to kick pregame with the kicks getting progressively harder and faster, which we did every week. A few pigeons were grazing close, but not that close. The coach called us in for the pregame team lineup. I did a final kick, which was an absolute bullet daisy cutter. A pigeon at that moment decided to fly in. In the blink of an eye, there was a puff of feathers in the air and what I thought was a dead pigeon rolling on the ground. Nothing I could do but run over to the coach, the crowd at Swan View, 50 plus people I might add, called me pigeon killer and heckled me every time I touched the ball or, or went near them. I was rattled that day, only, uh, only find out much later in the day that the pigeon didn't actually die. And we won the game. Brilliant. That's, uh, that's, a, good, that's a good yarn. I like that. Very and good. You see a lot of that in, in cricket with batsmen getting, hitting the seagull and they limp away or they... R.I.P. Yeah, exactly. What about this one? Flying Ryan Senior, Darren Snotty Ryan. Can you see this picture, Skate? Have I've a look got at it. this one. I've got it. 40 what? 48 years old. This is Liam Ryan's father um, playing down at Three Springs in the North Midlands Football League. I tell you what, I've seen a very similar photo that has yours truly, Will Schofield, underneath a flying Liam Ryan for Sudiaco. We're going to go back-to-back on socials with this. I, I think it, uh, uh, Liam Ryan Senior has reenacted this. It's you can see where he's got it from. Absolutely. And I know you texted Liam just to t- touch base with him. And what, what have you got so far? Absolute donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. 
<laughs> he's not even seen it. So we'll, there you go. We'll, we'll get an update next week he on the show. Yeah, no, that's, he would have seen this or been told about this, and that's um, that's lovely. That's a great picture. That's it, done and dusted. What are we doing Friday night again? We're getting. No, I'm not getting on the gas for a drive, <laughs> but I'm back on the shelf. I'll tell you what. I've had one during this, and it's I genuinely. It is a very nice drop. I'm serious. I haven't had one for a little while because I've been abstaining. But no, that's that's a super drop. I'm looking forward to chat, chatting footy with you and Spurry and Tommy Cole and, and watching some good footy. Very good. So I might get down there. Federal Hotel, 5.30 kickoff, Friday the 12th. Shelter footy cast night. Mark Rennings, Will Scofield will be there. See you down there. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.